0: Hi everyone. This is Melissa Reyes and this is Inspiring Adventures. I'm going to read my blog post that I posted on my blog Inspiring Adventures and um this isn't for um word of the week or anything in particular. It's just a post that I did that was um kind of a journal post and um I just kept writing and writing and I felt like I wanted to share it, and I thought that I would read it out loud because it's actually rather long, and I know a few of my friends who don't, don't tend to read things prefer to listen to it on the podcast, so this is for you. Uh, I felt out of control with my Bell's palsy, and then I turned a corner with mindfulness. That's the title. This is a reflection of how I have been feeling the past few months and how I'm dealing with Bell's palsy, anxiety, and depression. It is ongoing and by no means over. I am not a professional medical anything, and there is no medical advice here. I just hope that my personal thoughts inspire someone, perhaps myself, to continue to strive for success in anything the heart desires. Nothing is insurmountable. (sighs) Thousands of selfies later, well it seems like thousands. It is probably about 100, and they aren't even selfies exactly, some are videos. I am using my phone as a mirror and to document my supposed progress. (sighs) Okay, I'm not off to a great start, am I? But this is how I write. I'm telling you what comes in my head, and lately, it's a blur. This reminded me of the Mother Goose rhyme, There Was a Crooked Man. There was a crooked man, and he walked a crooked mile. He found a crooked sixpence against a crooked stile. He bought a crooked cat, which caught a crooked mouse, and they lived together in a crooked little house. (laughs) So this is my story. There was an old lady with a crooked smile. I have a crooked smile. and it's driving me crazy. I really mean that. I'm getting some nervous anxiety and mild depression from the fact that I cannot smile. I have Bell's palsy, and the nerves on the left side of my face are not working. The left side of my face was paralyzed for two months, and even though things are starting to improve, it will be a long time before they're back to normal. I wasn't going to blog about it or talk about it publicly. At least I didn't plan on it. I also did not expect it to last this long. I have had Bell's palsy before. Last year, in fact. It was the summer of 2017, and it really shook me. I was going to be on a panel at a conference. It was an important speaking gig. And a few weeks before that, I got hit with Bell's palsy. I was doing a lot of live streaming at the time. Daily on-camera shows and almost constant social media videos to promote myself. In fact, I was actually recording a video of myself when I noticed the problem. What seemed like forever really only lasted a few weeks, and by the day of the conference it was hardly noticeable. I went on as scheduled and I was fine. Within a few more weeks it wasn't detectable at all. Things went on as usual, until this summer. I had a bad cold with a terrible headache in the back of my head that lasted three days. I was in bed all weekend and on Monday I got up to go to work and I realized that half my face was paralyzed. The pain in the back of my head actually lasted another three weeks, but by that point I realized it was from swelling of the cranial nerve and wasn't actually a headache. This happened just a few weeks after I turned 50. Yep, the big 5 I had fallen the day of my birthday and hit my head on the wall of my kitchen. I tripped getting down from a step stool and slid across the tile floor. When I got up I said to myself, oh no, I've fallen, jokingly, and I can't get up. A wise crack to myself about my age. I was fine. It was a minor bump on the side of my head. I was having a party in a few days and I was concerned about having a black eye or something. I remember thinking about not wanting to spoil my face. I was so proud of how good my face was looking. My smile and my skin had never looked better. I've lost some weight and it is starting to show. My clothes are big on me and people at work have noticed a difference. Friends who see me regularly online have mentioned it. I think you can really see the difference in my neck and face. I've been consistently proactive about my health and wellness for the past few years and steadily losing a few pounds a month. Since I started keeping track, since I was my heaviest, I've lost 45 pounds. I didn't set out to lose weight exactly, I was mostly concerned about feeling better. I was in a lot of pain a few years ago, primarily nerve pain and joint pain from inflammation. My goal was simple. I wanted to be pain-free. I wanted to live longer. I wanted to feel better. I'm very proud to say I achieved my goals. I am achieving them. As I said, it is a constant thing. I changed a lot of habits. I am still in the process of making good habits that will sustain my health. So it freaks me out that I have to deal with a health-related issue that I have such little control over. It happens like an earthquake, snap, and you can't move a part of you that is responsible for all of your senses, or half, since it's half of your face, thank God for that. I can't smell or sniff because there's a nerve in my nose that isn't working, and the little muscle in there is collapsed. I can't see well because my eye doesn't close all the way and it is constantly dry. Sometimes I wear a patch on that eye Aye, aye, matey. <laughs> I can't hear because my ear is ringing, ringing from the nerve pain. I can't taste because my tongue feels numb and I keep biting my cheek. I can't talk because my mouth won't move. Dang it. Yeah, I'm talking now, I know. I can't smile or frown or make any facial expressions because my eyebrows are not in sync and my mouth is totally crooked. But I rock at doing the Elvis lip, and I have perfected an evil grin. Thank you. Thank you very much. I tried and tried, exercising, massaging, cold compresses, warm compresses, oils, lotions, medicines, and I took pictures and videos every single day, the thousands of selfies, and I saw absolutely no difference for the first, like, 60 days. I did research, thanks Google, and I saw my doctor. I got tested for all sorts of things. The blood tests and brain MRI came back normal. It is just going to take time. I know a lot about the condition. I know why I have it and what I need to do. I'm not going to write about all of that, but if you want to know or need help, feel free to reach out to me. The point here is, I could have lost hope. But I would never do that. The first day, I looked at myself and said, You will smile. She looked back, blankly, with her crooked stare, her eye bugging out, a tear running down her face. I got constant reminders that this is not a horrible thing, that there are people out there enduring much, much worse, and they are getting through it. I can get through this. People are funny about it. Not funny, haha, but you know the way people can be. (laughs) I try not to talk about it or draw attention to myself because I know in the scheme of things it is not that big of a deal. But it is a big deal to me, and some days I just want to scream. Okay, every day I want to scream. I'm dying inside. I can't stand it. I miss my smile so much. Some days there is pain. Every day there is worry. I just, I can't wait to go to work so I can be on the inside looking out and forget about it for a while until someone comes along and asks me about it, or someone notices it, and I realize that for the past few months that person never once even looked at my face, or perhaps it really isn't that noticeable. Either way, someone, some may, maybe just me, has a very skewed way of seeing things. Okay, I hope it's me, because that means the condition is better than I think it is. <sighs> okay, I can't wait to get home now and look at the camera, take more selfies, and evaluate the progress. I tell myself, in my sweetest, most positive, hopeful way, you will smile today. She looks back at me, blankly, with her eye bugging out and her sideways expression. Are you kidding? Nothing has changed, nothing, and don't bother talking because you look and sound like a freak. People are just being nice or they don't really care. Don't listen to her. She's broken, I think to myself as it takes every working nerve in my body to keep from crying a thousand crooked tears. I avoided doing any social media video for as long as I possibly could. I had already cut back on a lot when I took a hiatus over the summer. I was moving to a new house and under a tremendous amount of stress in my personal life. While I was sorting that out, I shelved my shows and blog. I packed up my art studio. I wasn't writing or reviewing books. I wasn't taking any influencer work. I know the stress I was under contributed to getting sick, and thus my nerves getting attacked by a viral infection, causing the Bell's palsy. Even with all the self-care and stress management that I did, it still got me. Stress always finds a way to manifest itself. My mother used to say that. I believe you can't control everything, and I accept things as they come for the most part. I did my due diligence. I am doing my physical therapy. I will keep it up proactively like I always do. I won't give up. I don't give up hope. I will smile again. I am smiling, on the inside mostly, but I am smiling. When I couldn't avoid video anymore, I began as if nothing had happened. It is okay to everyone but me. I try to deal with this as best I can. At first I tried to do just voiceover, but now I'm using my video on IGTV and on Instagram and Twitter and I see how my mouth looks a little misshapen when I talk, but it isn't too bad. However, I know that not too bad isn't my goal. A little crooked or slanted is not my goal. Okay, I don't want perfection. I just want my smile back. I want the smile that I had on my birthday. I worked so hard for that smile, and I love that smile. That smile is me. I want that me back. I am trying to be patient. Okay, this is making me crazy. (laughs) I found out that feeling sad or depressed because I can't smile is physiological to a certain degree. Smiling makes us happy. The brain sends a signal to the mouth to smile when we are triggered by something that we like or that makes us happy. Then when we smile, our brain gets the signal that we are in fact happy and thus releases the hormones that make us feel good. So if you can't smile, none of that happens. (sighs) Okay, so I may not be feeling depressed because I physically can't smile. But I am not getting the good feelings I usually get from smiling, and I miss it. I tell myself it is temporary. I know it is temporary. Something being temporary is relevant, though, isn't it? I want to live a long time. This not-smiling business could last a long time. I know people who've had no movement from Bell's Palsy for like three years, yet That is still considered a temporary condition. The nerves can still be rehabilitated. The muscles can still react to therapy. Am I going to accept that I might not see my full smile for years? No way. I can't. I look at myself and say, you will smile. She looks back, hopeful. I'm trying. A few wrinkles around the eyes are beginning to show up on the selfies. I swear the eyebrow is moving when I do exercises, but I don't see it on the playback of the video. I see no movement. What? This sucks. But I'm dedicated to my friend and my show. I have made a commitment. Maybe some makeup will help? I know I look fine. People reassure me that I look good. People are great about that. I appreciate people. I love people. But I'm sharing what's going on in my head and my head ain't people, okay? What is going on in here is constant turmoil. There is a storm up in here. It's Hurricane Melissa and she's category four and nobody seems to care. No one is heeding the warnings. No one is leaving the area. It's business as usual on the outside. Why can't they see that something is wrong? I'm knocking and yelling and there is no answer. I can't move my face. I can't control this. I can't feel. I can't taste. I can't hear. I can't talk. I can't see. This sucks. I'm fine. I'm smiling. It's okay. It's just temporary. I'm dying inside. A part of me is dying. (sighs) Okay, I know I'm not. I know this is my internal conversation. Getting the best of me. It is truly about impatience. This is me being impatient and controlling. I look at myself and say, you were fine. You will smile. And I believe it, I will. She looks back at me and tries, really tries. It's hard. She smiles a half crooked smile. The lines in my face have no curves. I feel flat, deflated. In the videos and on the blog, I began sharing about my experience in little bits. I have to explain the photos, at least. I feel like I should. On Facebook, my friends and family are rooting for me. Once in a while, I post an old photo where I'm smiling, and I get congratulations from people proudly saying how wonderful I look. I need to explain that I posted an old photo. I don't have any new photos of me smiling. I can't bear to post any photos of myself. I don't like the way I look. There are very few photos I can stand using. The videos are worse. I use whatever video Cindy edits for me because I trust her. I don't trust myself right now. My judgment is clouded. I don't think I'm being self-critical. I try my best to make a photo that looks good. I try to make captions that describe what I'm going through. It's hard. I don't want to post photos of my crooked smile because I don't really want to talk about my condition, or have it be perceived that I am using it to get attention. Even as I write this, I'm concerned about perceptions. I wonder if people realize how much pressure writers are under when they post an article online. Even if you make a correction or a retraction, even if you take down the post, once it's out there, it's out there, and you have no idea who who reads it or what they think or how they'll react now or in the future. So far for me, as far as I know, it's all been good. I'm careful about what I say and how I say it. I keep to the truth and I keep to the subjects that are about me and my honest feelings. I've shared a lot of personal stuff over the years and with just enough detail to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. But I try really hard not to go too far. I'm going pretty deep right now. I'm closing in on my personal feelings about mental illness and handling stress and health issues. I'm touching on a nerve, pun intended. I finally got some things in the mail that I had ordered online that I'm hoping will help me with physical therapy. These are things that I read about when doing research on recovering from Bell's palsy. I ordered oils for topical use as massage and aromatherapy as well as a tincture for internal health benefits. I ordered vitamins to increase my immune health and give me more energy. I also got a jade facial wand to aid in the healing massage. When these things arrived, I had a renewed sense of control and empowerment over my recovery. Enough was enough. Time to take charge and rev things up. Some combination of all of the above must have worked because I do feel better. I enjoy the massage and I'm religious about taking the supplements. I'm exercising my face every day. I'm not focusing so much on smiling. I am working on strengthening the muscles in my face. Everything is atrophied from not moving for a few months. I've felt some movement and I know the nerves are mending, but the muscles are not strong enough to do what they are supposed to do. Do you know there are 43 muscles in the face? The cerebral nerve that that was damaged manages five nerves that control those muscles. That's a lot of physical therapy. So one day, it happened. I was on my way home from work, and I felt it. I was talking to my son, and it was the craziest thing. We were just talking about our day, and I leaned back in the seat, and I smiled. a natural response, and I, I felt it. I felt my smile happen. Of course, I had my phone in hand, so I took a look, and sure enough, something moved in my cheek. I looked again nothing i couldn't see it in my reflection but i felt it i know i did i couldn't wait to get home i know when i'm relaxed the nerves work better and the muscles are easier to move like first thing in the morning or late at night or just after a massage i went home and i did all the therapy i got the camera out i took the selfies i had done the exercises and yes a smile there it was on my face it was a sight it was a slight little thing Not really a completely curved at the corner with teeth smile, but it was enough for me. It felt glorious. In the photo, I think you can see it mostly in my eyes, my cheekbone raised ever so slightly. I think I look relaxed or high. (laughs) I wasn't. But I know I felt my smile that day. On the inside, I felt some movement. I felt the nerves working and the muscles reacting. I turned a corner. I was on my way home. I look at myself and I say, you will smile. And she says, yep, I told you so. Just be patient. (sighs) Bitch. (sighs) It was another week before I could make it happen again and I couldn't show anyone. I could see it when I looked in the camera, but not in any photos. I can still feel it though when I smile. I feel it. And that is 100% better than before. I stopped taking so many selfies. Feeling the movement in my face is way better. It was too disappointing looking at that. Inner conversations can be upsetting, and I realize that every time I'm in my head, I feel worse. Spilling my thoughts on a page helps me to sort it all out. Reflecting and evaluating my progress helps me too. Keeping busy and doing things that make me happy keeps me outside my head. the world. Mindfulness is about being in the outside world, feeling what is happening when it is happening, and moving on joyfully. Being mindful can mean making each moment count. What counts to me is loving my life, loving my family, and caring enough to love myself. Next time I worry or come down hard on myself, I will say, you will feel like smiling. She looks back at me with her silly smile, her eyes wide open and says, I am smiling.